Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 14th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! I'm hanging in you there. You wound up. You wound up for that one. Yeah, felt like. I did. I had to... I'm, I'm, I'm a little worse for the wear in, in many, many ways. You took a deep breath. <laughs> Why are you worse for the wear? You're exhausted. You've been putting on events in South Carolina all weekend. Yeah. Hosting people, playing golf, probably had a beverage or two, I would imagine. Few, few, few juice boxes. Um, I, I came to South Carolina healthy. I'm leaving with a sprained ankle. Um, oh, God. What happened? There was people were sending me video of you with, uh, just laid up in the bar of Aiken or wherever you were with a big bag of ice on your ankle. You just. You know that I was walking down the steps to the first tee for this uh, horse race, and you know I had juice box in hand, and there was like a hole on one of the steps, and I just oh. I bit it hard. It was the uh -huh. worst I've fallen in a while. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Ankle. Were you at altitude? Was it like a Los Angeles situation? Just too many feet above sea level? Maybe could be. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I got a very swollen ankle. Hey, I, how are you doing? What are we going to change the topic? What do you mean? I'm good. Are you talking about the Browns? You're trying to get the Browns? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're recording this late on one, Sunday night. Uh, it's probably for the best we didn't record this afternoon. I was really angry. Really taking it hard. You know, Freddie Kitchens is fucking horrible. The slow cook thing is gone. We got to get rid of him. The refs were like, you know, complaining about officials is like the most cliche. Everybody can do it every game, but it was an abomination today. Like this was like, I talked to friends from Seattle. They're like, this is a, this is bad. It was really bad. They're just, so like the Browns have the, the fans, like we got screwed on several occasions last year, like straight up, just like, this isn't your run of the mill complaining. Uh, like last year with several calls, Raiders bet like this year. So like we have this like kind of complex conspiracy theory that the NFL is out to get us. So we're always a little triggered, like a little sensitive. But today was wild, man. They had like four or five drive killing penalties that were just out of nowhere. Like a horse collar, the guy just grabbed the shirt. Uh, you know this block that Jarvis Landers just a straight up guy was running at him full speed and he blocked him. They called it like a blind side. Just really, really poor officiating. You know, Freddie's having to challenge some of these bad calls. Of course, he was terrible at challenging, terrible, you know, calling plays in the red zone. It was just, it was, it was really bad. And we needed, 
We needed if we were three and three going on the bye, we would have been in great shape. Now we're two and four. We got to play the Patriots. You know, it's like I'm not freaking out. This afternoon, I was in really bad shape. Like wanted to scream. Uh but we've the Ravens have played nobody, no one. They've played the 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 Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and they beat the Bengals today. Like they've not and the two teams they played that were like allegedly talented the chiefs and the browns they got smacked so i i don't know i, I our schedule's so easy you just, just said like, the browns were talented i mean roster talent they roster so, talent so, it sounds say. i mean your uh your tune your attitude is from two weeks ago is just completely different one you know 360 no 180 360 would put you right back in the same spot <laughs> 180 I do that all the time with that too. I always say the wrong one. Uh, so I don't need to talk. I mean, it was just the refs sucked. Freddie Kitchens, it's not going to happen. It's just done. They got to get rid of him. He's out. Like they got in Baker's. Are they going to fire him midseason? No, they can't. I mean, our owner's kind of a loose cannon like that, though, or has been known to do that. But I just don't think he can do that. Our, our schedule has been really hard. It just would have been great to be three and three going to the bye. Why didn't they keep the coach that ended last season? Greg Williams with two G's. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Uh, Greg. I mean, that guy's a clown. Everybody understands that. He's they, a clown. They played well with him. <laughs> but they do need they do need a head coach. I don't know. Because now Freddie can't call plays. His play calling's gone to shit. And, you know, he's terrible at doing the whole challenge. He's just like, he's got too much on his plate. He's this country bumpkin. And he's just, he's now thrown into the you know, the pressure cooker. It's not a slow cooker. It's a pressure cooker. And he's not performing. Seems like uh, expectations might have been a little too high in Cleveland. <laughs> We've had a really hard schedule. We just, three and three would have been perfect. Two and four is because we're probably going to be two and five because we got to play the Patriots. So we're kind of going to be scrambling from there on. But we got, you know, two games against the Bengals, two games against the Steelers, which aren't gimmies, but, you know, ideally they won't have Big Ben. And we'll see. That's it. Too much Browns talk, man. But it was, this was, we should have won by like, let's say 17 points. Should have won by today. We lost. Lost. That's brutal. We were, hey, we were on the five yard line with 40 seconds to go before the half. And we did not, we not only didn't score, but the Seahawks scored. (laughs) 14 points swing and 40 seconds were like going into the end zone. And somehow we turned it over and allowed a touchdown the other way. And that was it. So that's tough, man. Dark days. Still, uh, the Bears were off, huh? Uh, oh, beautiful. From London. Let, let, me, let me have a weekend uh, off in a way, you know? I got to focus yeah. on, on a golf tournament instead, you know? So How was the golf was, tournament? Not to go great. too off topic. It was great. Yeah. We had a great turnout, great group of, great group of players. Um, it was fun. It was uh, it was a perfect perfect weather. It was a great day. I got a text from Sean Martin, who was apparently a participant in this. Event. Yeah. Third uh, Saturday morning, he goes, I haven't been at Thoroughbred more than five minutes. I heard already overheard someone say they were worse for the wear. Oh yeah. So it sounded like you had a great group. Good good collection of people. Yeah yeah we had we had a great group of guys. Lots of people were asking where's Brendan Porath. You know. Yeah. No, no one needs to see my my golf game. You know, um, Smartin played with George Bryan, 
It was a little crooked, you know. They he listed his handicap as a plus four, and he goes out in the morning. George Bryan shoots sixty on his own ball, plus four. I heard about this, shoots sixty. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's a pretty good number. They but they got their you know Smartin Smartin hooked one off the first tee in the in the horse race. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love that you're talking Had, about. That. Hadn't played any meaningful golf in, since the morning. You know, they had coasted <laughs> into the into the horse race, and uh, <laughs> I even asked him in the afternoon, "Are you worried about the the different format?" Yeah, alternate shot got him. <laughs> there you go. All right, sure uh, let's talk about real golf. All right, all right. Lanto Griffin wins the uh, Houston Open. Uh, beats Mark Hubbard by a shot, Scott Harrington by a shot. Uh, good win for Griffin, who's like, you know, a classic tale, like a, a journeyman type, you know, he's dead broke trying to make it on, you know, make his way up from the lower tours. I mean, uh, got his card. Now he's got two good years win. I, I feel like you're underselling he's this. 31. He's 31. You're, just, you're underselling this win. You know what this win did? Oh God! Yeah, what? he's the new <laughs> FedEx Cup number one. <laughs> he adds his name to the pantheon of all-time <laughs> greats. Pantheon with Daniel Chopra, <laughs> Danny Chops, Kevin Tway, Tway, ba- Bassy Munoz has relinquished his his run. I mean, Bassy had it though, has the title though for what? What do you hold it for? Four weeks? Three weeks? I think three weeks. Yeah, yeah Griffin. Yeah. Griffin had a great fall. His worst finish was 18th. Well, that's how you get to number one with the win. You can't. You can't get to number one with just you know <laughs> measly old win. You got to do work. You got to be consistent. I mean, this is uh, the the fall. He's not in the CJ Cup. I don't think he's in any of the the Asian Tour stuff. Uh, no, it was a great win. I, I, I was listening to Rich Lerner kind of narr- do the narrative stuff as they do on the broadcast on the stretch home stretch. Talked about like how his parents were hippies. Like his dad was at like ran a health food store and his mom was a gardener. Then like he lost his dad to brain cancer when Lanto was 12. And then, then like, I don't know, some pro at like a Blacksburg Muni course, like reached out and gave him like, you know, you, you can have free access, free lessons stuff like that worked his way up you know i mean obviously came a long way from junior golf but even as a pro he's now 31 he's a guy that's kind of been balancing around and now he's got security at least for two years so. i read something that brentley romine uh was uh wrote that was about uh how he struggled so much early in his golf career at winning like he didn't win any college events even though like Rafael Campos was one of his teammates. He's like, oh yeah, he was by far the best player <laughs> around, but he never won. Like he missed a two footer one time to lose That's, an event. Yeah, at VCU, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and just like it's kind of cool. You see guys like that where they like really struggle in the moment and eventually figure it out. Yeah, I mean he he's not been a slouch, you know, down on the Corn Ferry Tour either. You know, these last year so um see him win I, I don't think is like super surprising but it makes us still a great story nonetheless um yeah. i don't know the uh i'll tell you what 
What? Houston's so much more enjoyable to watch in the fall. <laughs> As opposed to what? April? Yeah. First week of April? I Why mean, the golf course like actually, like, because the, they used to overseed it, you know, right. for the, and it was just the most plush, soft pillow golf course. Yeah. Just everything hit and stopped. And it was, you know, then you get Houston, it rains a ton. Like, that golf course this afternoon had some, like, actual fire. Like, you watch yeah. these shots hit, the ball would bounce on the greens. It was, it was, like, refreshing, actually. Griffin wins at 14 under. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know, a solid enough spread. You know, it's not like not not too clustered. No more golf club of Houston. This is it. Yeah, this is the last the last shebang. Well, you know, I did think it was unfortunate they finished so close to the start of the ALCS game. <laughs> right? Is that a bad take? It's a bad. I mean, there's nothing you Whatever. can do. Give 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 the Houston Open some shine if it's conjunction with the Astros. Like no one's gonna go to the Houston Open if they gotta get downtown for the game or wherever. I, I, I got a text from a nope. buddy. Nobody's going to Umble. What'd your buddy text? He said, "Hey, uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, we're seeing what golf without any fans is like at the Houston Open." <laughs> oh no, no. That's a shame. Well, it'll be down in the city next year, right? Yeah. Memorial. Maybe maybe a, maybe a player in the top 30 of the OWGR will come out to, to the Houston Open. Patronize it. They were giving um, players free tickets to those ALCS games. Really? I think so. Seems okay. like it. Well, they're, I mean, it's like in partnership with the Astros Foundation. Yeah, I know. I bet some guys got crooked crooked on that and put them on the secondary market immediately i don't think they were i think i think they were in like they had a box for them or something Uh, zb was going to the box every night gotcha Gotcha. so i was gonna say you give some of these guys you know they hand them their caddy the caddy puts it on StubHub within five minutes or or some of these players they 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 probably wouldn't want to go because they'd be in the line line drive section (laughs) somebody's already warned them I wouldn't go to those dangerous seats. <laughs> All right. Uh, elsewhere around the world of golf. Do you have any other Houston open thoughts you want to get off your chest right now? There's a few news items we'll hit, but nah, anything else? I, I mean, good uh, good first PGA Tour start as a pro for Brandon Wu. Wish he had finished top yeah. 10. I was, I was hoping for that. So, yeah, that's another guy who kind of he's, – he's of – would you say he's of the Wolf Markawa Hovland class? Similar kind of. I mean, um, he's very he's good. Not he's good, not, but he's not as flashy. You know, yeah. There's took a different route. To, you know, to, way to turn pro until after Walker Cup. I I don't. I think he's very very good, but he doesn't. He doesn't pop off the page. Um, he's just very good at everything. It'll be. It, I, I'm very curious to see how it goes for him. Um, and it, I, I mean, like, I think he's obviously, I think he'll be on, on the PGA tour. I just don't know if he'll be one of these guys that gets up there really quick, you know? Right. He's right, not, right, right. not like crazy. He's not very long. Um, yeah. and, uh, he, he's a good approach player, but like, he's just kind of a sum of all parts guy. Yeah. Has had a monster, really monster summer. Really since winning NCAA, qualifying for everything, 
finished made the cut at Pebble Beach, finished thirty something there. You know, qualified for their open as an amateur still. So had had a really strong summer. Not surprising to see him play well in his first pro event. Um, okay, over on the so we have a new number one in the FedEx Cup. We also have a new number one in the R two D race to Dubai. Burned Weisberger wins the Italian Burnt Open. Burned cheeseburger. <laughs> Clips Chicago's own Maddie Fitzpatrick by a shot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in uh, Chicago. It would have been a somber scene there. Uh, can't can't stand these close calls. Northwestern's offense has gone to shit. Matt Matt Fitzpatrick can't. You know, it's, it's like always a bridesmaid right now. He's always coming in second. It's a tough time. Tough time at Evanston right now. Maddie Fitz is emulating the Cubs, the lovable losers, you know? What does that mean? Close, but no. Yeah, close, but no cigar. All right. So Wiesberger, it's his third win and 13 starts. Uh, he's now the number one player in the, the race to Dubai. Um, definitely the greatest Austrian golfer of all time. Can you name any other Austrian golfers, male golfers? Juiced isn't from Austria, right? No, that's uh, Denmark. Denmark. I I can't. I don't know no. any other Austrians. Cur- current know? two current ones. So two current notables that you'll know. Sepp Straka. Oh, the septic tank. And- <laughs> what? What? Okay. Every- and uh- so I think every time I see Sepp, Sepp septic tank. <laughs> all right sure go with it i'm good uh and matthias schwab but oh. the, the the burn cheeseburger is definitely the greatest austrian male golfer of all time as of now the nominees i see as of now that's correct sorry i don't want to get yeah um so i saw some people like the lead in the golf week article on it Said pencil burned Wiesberger's name into the 2020 European Ryder Cup team. Don't be surprised if he makes Patrick Harrington's team as the 2019 European number one. Like, he's a good player. Let's settle down, though. Like, he's certainly capable. He should be in the Ryder Cup running, but like, he's not the best European golfer, right? You know, in 2019. Well, it's European Ryder Cup's a long way away. I'd, uh, you know, there's a certain standing that would beg to differ, Brendan. <laughs> the race to Dubai? The race to Dubai says he is the best. I don't even, I mean, how is that even calculated? Is, is, do you get like triple points for winning a Rolex series of that? I have no clue. I, I think we might need to dive into it. We're getting into a race to Dubai season. Yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is an exciting part of the season. Uh, I did not watch much Italian Open, if I'm being honest. Sabo had a rough Saturday. I know. Finished at uh, tenth. Yeah. Uh, now he's off to the CJ Cup. I think he's playing. Uh, just a man of the world. It's just everywhere. Slovakia, Italy, Korea. He'll be everywhere. Oh my God! I just opened his European tour bio. Yeah. What would you say is? What do you say is? Lists his interest as. <laughs> Uh, music collecting dvds and boating (laughs) 
Who's collecting DVDs still? What is the where? I get like what kind of DVDs is he collecting? I don't know. Are you suggesting suggesting something salacious? No, I'm just curious. <laughs> like, like what kind of movies is he into? Who's still collecting DVDs? What is? That's his interest. That doesn't seem like a thing. That like, that's not an activity. He he's been he's long been a shorter of Netflix. Doesn't doesn't believe in the streaming world. God, uh, can I read this bio? It's yes. just incredible. Raised in South Africa and started playing golf at age four, but now lives in America. It's just all these countries that aren't Slovakia. Spends most of his year on the U.S. PGA Tour and travels around America on a bus with his family rather than flying to tournaments. This might be outdated. It doesn't seem like it's uh, up to date. Yeah. Has a, loyal, has a loyal group of fans called Rory's Rowdy Roadies. What? Who travel with him to tournaments to give him vocal support. They were certainly in evidence when he won the 2007 Crown Plot. Yeah, this thing's way outdated. <laughs> European tour bio. R- Rory's Rowdy Roadies? Ro- Ro- Rory's Rowdy Roadies are this loyal group of fans. What's a roadie? Like a groupie. Someone who's on the road with uh, it. How's it spelled? R-O-A-D-I-E-S. Oh, roadies. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I was thinking it was like roti, like the Mediterranean no. restaurant. No, God, what? <laughs> they were certainly, you are worse for the wear. They were certainly in evidence when he won the 2007 Crown Plaza Tournament, a victory which gave him particular particular pleasure as it came in his adopted state of Texas. Indeed, his adopted state of Texas? This is so outdated. He's got Indeed. an adopted, adopted state. He's, he's South African turned Slovakian. I thought Collecting DVDs. This might be like from 2007. Uh, indeed, he lists one of his special interests in the U.S. PGA Tour media guide as, quote, becoming a Texan. <laughs> as a special interest, becoming a Texan. Well, now he's a Slovakian. He's a Slovak. Slovak, I should say. Slovak. All right. Rory's Rowdy Roadies. We may need to fire that back up again. I mean, I, I consider myself a ro- uh, Rowdy Roadie. Yeah. For Good. Rory. See if we can get some of them out in uh, Jeju Island. You think anybody <laughs> boated over there to Jeju Island? For the I bet Tina, Tina rolls with them there. Well, yeah, of course. All right. Collecting DVDs. That's an interesting one. All right. What do you think is uh, a better uh, interest? Deer hunting in Iowa? Or bucket list of deer hunting That's... in Iowa? Or the interest of collecting DVDs? Buck, uh, deer hunting in Iowa is still like the all timer. Well, I wonder if Stepani uh, went up there. It's, I think it's deer hunting season now. Well, we got a bunch of feedback. You're like, actually, it is kind of hard to go. Like, it's like very limited window, and it's hard to get a license or something. I don't know. It sounds like the best kind of deer hunting. So, we're we're just two kind of ignoramuses who know nothing about deer hunting. Yeah, I am not still versed remains in, number one. Not versed in deer hunting. Remains number one for a guy who's made millions of dollars. Bucket list item. All right. Uh, flipping over to uh, the SAS championship. On oh, yeah. The, uh, Big did you win. go up to Cary? You didn't uh, go. I thought about it. Mrs. Egg didn't want to go. 
Oh, really? I can't believe it. Hey, I forgot to book your flight and I booked it for the wrong date. You want to, but I'll make it up to you by taking you to the, the SAS championship. Right, you know, right after, it. right after throwing an event. <laughs> Can you get me a wheelchair? My ankle hurts. Push me around the SAS championship on Sunday. <laughs> Would have gone well. Uh, so Jerry Kelly wins, beats David McKenzie by a shot. He's still number two behind McCarron, who hasn't won an event on the Champions Tour in, since June, but still number one in the Schwab Cup. That's an interesting time gap for McCarron. <laughs> you think they've clamped down a little bit? You got to wonder how he's been putting lately. Well, it is now. It's Schwab Cup season now. Playoffs start this week. You know, a lot of people identify October as like MLB playoffs. I have, I personally identify them as the Schwab Cup playoffs. That's the most prominent playoffs in October. Um, so we can can we crown our own Mister October? Yes, yes, yes. Let's just do it. I think if I think it ends at the dump in the class. No, that's early in the year. What right? What if it was Woody Austin? Well, he's playing much better, right? I mean, he plays better than everybody. He's T3. He never is outplayed. He was T3 today. So he might have but he might not be afraid anymore. Can I can I play you a clip Dave Diefenbach sent me from the broadcast? Yes. Champions Tour. Let me play this real quick, see if I can get it to work. I think he'll be okay. The other option. Is carrying it through the green. If he does that, he's got the grandstands right behind. He would be right up against the grandstands, free drop, and a simple pitch. Definitely. No question about that. Have a little backstop, so he's gone. The, the other option, which we as players never think about, is just hammering it through the green up against the grandstand there. Just Lanny Watkins. I think you guys are thinking about it. You just said, you know, everybody's thinking about it. We see it happen. We saw, was it Scott Hend in Malaysia? Like, yeah. purposeful play. I mean, Lanny. Grand, like, grandstanding. You just articulated it as an option. You can't say we as players never think about it. I love how they're just openly talking about it on the on the uh, broadcast. Like, the Champions Tour is just kind of the wild west. It's like, eh, who cares? We play or we start our events on Friday. You know, just grandstand to your heart's delight. You can cart around. <laughs> you can cart around. You can. Absolutely. You can anchor as <laughs> anchor as much as you'd like as long as the cameras aren't zoomed in on you. You know, just do whatever you want. One of the guys playing in, in our event, his name's Carl Yost. He was uh he had the long putter out and uh, you know, he was very close. To, at him? Yeah. Some people <laughs> called him the anchor man. <laughs> That's great. But he definitely had some space. Okay, good, good. I just found it interesting that they're just openly talking about it. Well, the other option is here is just hammer it right through the green. All right, Jerry Kelly. Is Bernard finally slowing down? I thought that, but he just won the Senior Open Championship. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he slowed down for sure, but... You know, he's still capable of winning. He, it's just not as dominant as what? What is he, like 61 or something? 
he's he's up there. So. I, th- I think the assassin like lost his uh, his gun. Oh God! They were showing he was in like feature coverage on Friday, and he was like four over at the time, like just DFL. He's just playing terrible. I mean, he hasn't had a a top ten since he won. <laughs> he needs to. Yeah, just the guys who finished behind him are not a who's who. You know um, what I bet? I bet he he's uh, get back to Whisper Rock. I bet he's not used to playing so much. That could be true. That's a great point. Like you know how there's that like wall for uh, for basketball players when yeah, they get in the, the NBA, rookie, the rookie wall. Yeah. Like what is it? Like you know March fifteenth. It's, it's just this long season just taking its toll. Totally yeah. probably happening to Kenny T. The assassin yeah. hit the wall. He's All got right. to he's got to lean on Scott Perel and ask him, "Hey, how do, how, do you, how do you do this as a normal guy?" Uh, okay, that's it. So those are your results. You got Lanto, Jerry Kelly on the senior, and Burned Weisberger. Um. All right, let's get. I thought it was a pretty uneventful week. We're going to be quick today. I'm you you know uh, who uh, got out of uh, Q school? Uh, who? Chase Kepka. Oh, he did. Yeah, he he played. So he played that Shriners, and he stayed yeah. in Vegas, grinded out Q school, finished sixth. Wasn't it like forty degrees there or something? I thought I saw Monday Q. Maybe somebody else, but I think it might have been Monday Q tweeting about that. It's like frigid. Good for Chase. The Chase second stage. On. on to second stage. Now on to Korea. He's got an exemption this week. An unrestricted sponsors exemption to Jeju Island. CJ Cup. So, all right. You want to do... Are we going to do the, the Fan Vote Friday Junior deep dive now? On Wednesdays? Maybe. All right. Well, give me... Do you want me to research gonna, some names? Yeah. I'm going to give you one name. I'll research one on my own. And we'll talk about them on Wednesday. You give me one. Oh, you want to do one? Yeah, I'll do one on Wednesday. Oh, all right, all right. I'll give you Jazz Jana Wananan. All right, Jazz Jazzy J. Jazzy J. I all think right. it's a guy we need to know more about. We're going to be seeing and hearing more about him. You know, I'm giving you, uh, I'm giving you the wizard, Troy Merritt. <laughs> I, I, That's I, so disrespectful I, to Ted Potter. God, you got me all excited. I was ready to start looking into Ocala hotspots. <laughs> then you go, Troy Merritt. Well, he's right the Harry Potter. The only I, thing I know, I know about I, I, is the I only know. thing I know about Troy Merritt is that he's read the Harry Potter books eleven I, or twelve I, times. I want to know more. I know what you were saying. I know why you're saying it. But that's disrespect. Ted Potter is the wizard. Let's not get this mixed up just because the guy read some fucking books we've you know got, that doesn't get a nickname we've got a listener zach potter that takes serious offense whenever i infer that troy merritt might be a wizard <laughs> oh good he good. says that potters are the only ones that can be wizards <laughs> i'm with fully with zach on that support is is umbrage at your liberal use of that nickname just because the guy read the books you got to be born into that. That's bullshit. All right, I'll I'll look into Troy Merritt. Worst I, worst worst stress player on the tour, I think. <laughs> Absolutely the worst stress player on the tour. 
I, I think there are some guys who aren't trying and like are trying. What about what about, what about Sabatini? I mean, he's clearly those, those shirts are so bad. He's a man for he's a man of the world. He's trying to serve a bunch of different constituents. He's I think he's trying to be goofy. Troy Merritt, I think, thinks he looks good. And it well, we'll look into it. We'll look into it more for Wednesday. All right. Uh so Jazzy J and Troy Merritt. Quick news. Ricky Fowler got married this weekend. I was surprised that he wasn't wearing all orange. <laughs> or that, that would have been great. Th- there was no Puma logo on on the suit either. A rocket mortgage, Puma. Farmer's hat. That would have been farmer's insurance. No activation at the <laughs> wedding. They did serve Red Bull instead of the toast of champagne. I'm told. No. no. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Uh, I had I had I had people DMing me like uh, I think it's Alec Napolitano that's just trying to do some sleuthing, investigative work. They thought it was this weekend, but uh, it was going to be this during Houston Open, but. Was it in the swamp? Jupe? Yeah. I have no idea. It was on a beach. We have two photos from Instagram. I don't... I, You know what? I don't want to get into people's personal lives. That's for the aggregation army. Like, I don't... That's true. I, I don't need to know who was there. I don't need, need, need to know who the band was and what dance they... You know, good for them. Happy for them. Uh, you got to go for a good joke, though. I like the orange that he... <laughs> surprised that he wasn't an orange. So Ricky's married. Uh, Michelle Wee wants to come back, saying, which is a little bit of a surprise. You know, she did the TV during the Solheim Cup at Hazeltine at the Women's PGA. She sounded like she might not be able to play or want to play anymore, but now it says she's working to get back to the tournament of a uh, tournament of champions. I think she said she was targeting something like that. Did so, she win this year? That's good. No. How come she gets to play at the Tournament of Champions? I don't know. What did she want? I'm very determined to play next year. There is no hard set date for my return, but in my heart, I really want to be back for the Tournament of Champions. Maybe it's a different kind of criteria for that one. They probably should change the name. Maybe it's champion off champion in life. I don't know. Like Butch Jones. Didn't he have something like that? We're off. We're champions off the field. Okay, so Michelle Wee coming back. That was a surprise to me. Uh, Kevin Na. Do you see all this weird stuff? Not to get into the the, the assault thing. Assault? With the with his Korean... Ex-wife? Yeah, ex-wife. Yeah, I didn't see any assault. I, I can remember what it was. I read it like... It just sounds like he's been... He won a defamation suit for 50 grand, like... His ex, his ex-wife, uh, was it ex-wife or ex-fiance? We ex-fiance. definitely don't. <laughs> All right, let's. We do not on. have the right. We do not. Well, we'll we'll tell you more about that Wednesday. We don't have the right facts here. Past engagement, not ex-wife. Past engagement, just and it sounds like there's no the, assault either. <laughs> no, definitely no assault. The mom and dad of this this fiance were sounded crooked and just trying to extort him and yeah so that was why he made those weird comments that were kind of indecipherable to the american audience uh after the shriners opened good 
covered. No assault. Just no, definitely, no. definitely, definitely no, no assault. Just some some crazy, you know, ex family fiance. That's it. But not one, not one is defamation suit. Just to be clear, he's in the right. Um, and then last bit of news. Did you see these Rory podcast quotes that we're getting tagged in on? Uh, I have not. I haven't even read into them. Do you have them handy? No. I, I, I just saw. I just saw that somebody said it's just a shame that. They got Rory in there asking him these questions. I didn't dig into it. So Carson asked him about trash talk for this upcoming Skins game thing. Oh, God. And, you know, Tiger or Rory talks about Tiger sending him some text, making fun of him for being short. And then there's also one about he's like, why are you so mad about when people say golfing versus, you know, play golf, uh, you know, use golf as a verb? And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, you know, we've gone over this plenty of times. So like Rory's given better quotes to the meet for where it's like, he's not trying to sell golf pass subscriptions, you know, like you just had him rip into the European tour setup. Say he doesn't, whether he's right or wrong or crazy for it. How do you not get him? Like, how is that not the meat of this? Yeah. You have him talking about, you know, wanting to, you know, maybe not not playing the Irish Open anymore. I'm talking about equipment. Like, holy crap. Like, what? You're asking about trash talk with Tiger and in, in Instagram post about golfing and, and used as a verb? Like, how do you not just do 30 minutes on his comments on European tour setups being too easy? Well, that would require a co-host that could have that conversation with him. Well, yeah or or this has been the whole this has been the problem the whole time if you're rory you're sitting there giving your most interesting and i'm i want this to remain the case you're giving your most interesting i don't know if it's insightful but certainly fascinating things worth talking about to to the larger assembled press and then you're getting to your golf pass thing where you want to sell whatever subscriptions and you're doing this little giggle stuff with Carson. I, well, you have anyway. to keep in mind that the that his co-host has never been in a role that requires, you know, interviewing somebody more than like two minutes about the most bland vanilla stuff, you know? Surface level. Pretty surface exactly. level. Exactly. Like that that's a great surface I've level. I've never watched question. the voice. I've That's a great surface level question, you know. Trash talk with the tiger. Yeah. Like you think, what if Rory just came out and like with gave a you know tiger actually text texted me the you know meanest most raunchiest like of course he's not going to say anything that's you know too salacious or bad right he's going to get he made fun of my height. I don't know. It's just, yeah, make a good point. Anyways, figured we had to talk about that well, given the you know, given the volume of people tagging us on every time that these these clips come out. Do you think people are making fun of Jason Day's uh, Kevlar vest? Do you think they're trash talking his Kevlar vest in that group chat? I don't want. I have. I, I want nothing to do with that group chat. They could. Did be. you see? They, did you see golf uh, TV released another yeah. little video? I did a little promo. Hideki I mean, look, teaching Japanese. I I look. 
I'm going to be extremely generous here. Like golf TV is working with what they got. Like they got to be pretty clean. And they're working with Tiger, Hideki, <laughs> Jason Day, and Rory, who could probably be interested. Like, and they want to do like scripted comedy. Like that's just, it's, it's not happening. Like they aren't scripted comedians. Scripted comedy is already freaking impossible. And you're working with your characters and your actors are Tiger, Jay Day, and Hideki and, and Rory. Like, it's just, I, 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 I appreciate golf TV or whoever's like, they're trying. They're, they're doing what they got to do. And they're working within, you know, confines of keeping it, you know, pretty, you know, PG and whatever else. So. Do you think I, I got I got to come do you think Holly, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to pile on. I'm not going to pile on. They're doing do you, what they got to do. Do you think Hollywood's calling for any of those those guys to get us get, get a look at some roles on the Jason game? Day? Yeah. <laughs> Just what would Jason Day be? <laughs> Just some sort of I, I don't know if he could be an extra. Some sort of patient in like a medical drama. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Doc. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's He's just in the corner blowing balloons <laughs> in a hospital gown. <laughs> he's in. He's in whatever Grey's Anatomy. And they're ER, whatever. I don't even know what exists anymore, what the what they are. They come walking in, and there's Jason Day in his gown, just huffing into balloons. What if there he was a Dr. Quinn's med- medicine woman? You know, I remember that show back in the day. Jane Seymour, yeah, yeah. I mean, I never watched it, but I remember I, it. Existed. I never watched it either, but just like an old, old in, country like, western. Yeah, wasn't that said in, you know or olden times or yeah. he's just blown <laughs> balloons all right i think that's our cue to get out it was a light weekend not a lot of news light golf you're exhausted i'm beat up i had i'll be i'll be ready to go tuesday morning with uh tuesday jazzy j facts yeah yeah you're gonna be i'm gonna be getting deep in the J- japan tour website there you go Good. I'm looking forward to that. I gotta, I gotta get some rest. Long day, Browns and ballet practice today. Yeah, so. you got kicked out of your soccer, uh, soccer That's game. Not, no, no, no. You no, got removed. You got, no, set, you got asked to take a break. No, I went to ballet class today instead of. Uh, I told you that we had five birthdays, five straight Sunday. Ballet was 55 minutes. The birthday was two hours. I said. You know, I'll jump on this grenade. I'll take her to ballet. I've never done it before. I don't know where it is. I don't know how to, what I'm supposed to do. And so I did ballet. I sat there. What did you think and of I ballet? Was to two hours of being forced into conversation with other parents, probably most of whom you're not friends with at all. So what do I think of ballet? I don't, I don't know. You, you can't even, you, you, they lock you out of the room. They put oh, you in a separate room. They have sounds, some close, so you close circuit see. TV. Yeah. And you watch your daughter. I couldn't even tell which one was my daughter on the TV. So whatever. It's three-year-old ballet. They're just like walking around a wood floor. Not doing anything. All right. That's enough. We're out of here. Later. Talk to you on Wednesday with about Jazzy Jack.